shit, I was going to start this one with a song. What was it? Oh, man. There was a back, <laughs> it was a Backstreet Boys song that I was going to start this with. Everybody. That one. It was that one. Damn it, I forgot. Welcome to Respawn <laughs> Aim Fire. The, Coming next week, we'll do that. <laughs> the kick-ass, irreverent gaming podcast with myself, Chad Michael Ennis. And, and Chad Michael Ennis is... Oh, I'm Chad Michael Ennis, too. That's, no, I'm actually holding. I forgot that for a second. Do you remember that movie... Other after no not after Earth that's a Scientology movie that's a great movie what's the one where it came out like two <laughs> years ago and there's a girl and there's like an alternate Earth oh another Earth is it another Earth is that another, it's just is called that another it? Earth yeah I've never seen it I haven't I either it. It I good. saw the trailer and it's like that looks interesting but I probably won't see it and I was right <laughs> you still have the chance I predicted the future I'm a fucking <laughs> not a seance sir that's not a thing shut up welcome and we're gonna talk about games today. And Rugrats. <laughs> Who knows what could be in store? We have, holy shit, the most amount of news we've ever had, ever. Which is weird By because going into today, you know, like I add my, throughout the week as I read stories, I'm like, oh, boop, share, hit to the, add to Instant Paper, boop, add to Instant Paper. And then going into today, I was like, you know what? It's a really light news week. And then I go in here and see there are 9,423 stories for today. I think it was because of me. I got this new like rss feed app and i put a bunch of sites into it it's and pronounced reese's feed it's reese's feed <laughs> <laughs> and i just started i like oh that is because i got a push notification saying hey this story happened i'm like oh that sounds interesting send to instapaper and i just kept sending things and i'm like oh, oh my god it's so many so that's why there were a lot of duplicates too because i think we were both excited for the spider-man news that happened we both were sharing the Ooh, same articles so we'll talk about that too oh it's gene that's gene the second Parmesan. time i've done on this podcast so here's the thing perfectly each time you're right i didn't listen to what you said but i'm sure you're right <laughs> all right so and uh we were gonna start out the week with oh weekly forum weekly forum talk yes. about what uh, just kind of like some housekeeping stuff one reminder that photo mode april's photo mode ends on sunday sunday night this upcoming sunday april 15th submit your shit um, competition right now is really, really slim. And but there is one really great one there. Yeah, there's one really great one there. I was going to say, like, oh, you know, there are a few. But I was like, no, you guys can search the hashtag. You can see all of the one things yeah. that have been submitted. Credit to the King of Snow. King Snow. Yeah, yeah. Jerson. Jerson. Uh, but he's the, I mean, <laughs> Woodry, fucking great. King it's of Snow is a great name. Though. It's Monster Hunter and me eating a beast. Is that a Game of Thrones reference, King Snow? Because, like, Jon Snow and... Holden's really gotten into Game of Thrones recently after a decade of saying, I don't understand what people, I'm never going to watch Game of Thrones. People I are saying it's so good. I watched the first I, I season, and then I'm like, yeah, this is good, it's not for me, and then I was convinced to try season two and go further, and then it was, it just, it, my life is over. Yep. The king <laughs> it, of the north! I'm hit. I'm hooked. Alrighty then. So, yes, pinch tweet, go to the website, find the pictures of me, put them on your favorite game shit. Twitter poll on Monday. Great. Speaking of Twitter poll on Monday, yesterday was one. Monday. We had yeah, a Twitter we had poll. Yeah, one yesterday. This one was not related to photo mode. But uh, <laughs> let's read the results from this Twitter poll. Which Nickelodeon cartoon do you want a Rockstar Game-style open world game of? Here were the submissions. Rugrats, <laughs> The Wild Thornberries, Rocket Power, and House of a Thousand Corpses. I loved watching House of Thousand Corpses on, on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Actually, it technically, was... it doesn't fall into this because it was a Nick Jr. show. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was on. It was on like the young kids one. Noggin. It was on that one. Yes, yes. 
Um, <laughs> winner was Rugrats with 38%. And Wild Thornberries with 31 House of a Thousand Corpses took 19% of the vote. And Rocket Power <laughs> was 13%. What did you vote for, Chad, and why? I voted for Wild Thornberries. I thought it would be a really kick-ass show to be like, you, first of all, you're talking to animals. Excellent. Mm-hmm. NPCs, animals all over the goddamn place. <laughs> but like hunting, puzzle solving with animal friends. Can you imagine how cool mm-hmm. that would be if you could control darwin the monkey to go like fucking fetch bananas in a tree or he was really smart so i'm sure he could do things other than bananas in a tree <laughs> but i think that would be fucking awesome what did you vote so for? i i took the i was between rocket power and rugrats like rocket power takes place in like a little like uh coastal place kind of like vice city almost yeah but then i'm like no it's rugrats and here's why it okay. makes so much sense for rockstar they did the grand theft auto adults doing crimes and then okay. they did bully Teenagers doing crimes. Oh. And they go to Rugrats. Little babies committing crimes in their oh, okay. open world home. Well, here's the thing. Boom. We don't know a whole lot about Red Dead Redemption 2. But there was... Are you saying it could be Rugrats? There was the High Noon episode of Rugrats where Tommy had the cowboy hat. There was no shadow time. There was the kid That's... who was angry, who was mean and pushing people down, chewed the bubble gum. And then Tommy poked the bubble with his popsicle stick. Boom. Bubblegum all over the kid's face and in the kid's hair. He had to go home and get a haircut. The next day, he comes back, and Tommy says, What you eating? And the kid goes, Carrot sticks. You want one? Boom. Totally turned him into a pussy. But the whole thing was (laughs) Western-themed. I'm just saying, this This is is a prequel. We know it's a prequel. This is why we do this for the hot scoops. Rugrats is going to be the highlight of Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out in October. Also, fun fact, heat up your ice cream scoop with warm water, and it makes your ice cream easier to scoop. Or you just microwave your ice cream for like 20 seconds. Or microwave the scoop and burn your house down. (laughs) Don't do that one. Don't do that one. I am a fan of microwaving your ice cream, though. All right. (laughs) So because we have so many quests today in our quest log, thank God we have so little to talk about in playtime. Holden, playtime with Holden. Tell me what you played. Well, I played Metro 2033 because that is our barf this month. So I played that, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. We'll talk about that at the end of april i played more of master mode and breath of the wild has been kind of hooked on that as well uh i'm not gonna talk again i've talked so much about zelda i'm not gonna go too much into it but yeah, i'm still I'm about finding to throw little up in my own eyes. tiny details that i didn't like notice before like i was in the desert and there's the mogdala like the, the thing that swims under the sand okay and okay it was every like time i used the bombs the... did you ever finish shadow of the colossus shut up no stop <laughs> playing zelda and play shadow of the colossus god damn it <laughs> but it's zelda um, so uh. the Magdalas usually, or Magdula, whatever it is. Amygdala. Um, Magdala, Bloodborne. Okay. Amygdala. Amygdala. Also, so, in your head, it's the thing that's responsible for balance. Amygdala. Mm, when you are, that's the Amygdala, not Magdala. Magdala, so when it's swimming towards you, I always threw a bomb and then released the bomb before it got to me, just a little bit. Okay. But if you wait, it eats the bomb, then you can blow it up inside of it. Didn't notice a tiny little detail, but it's there. So I don't know if there's any huge things, but just kind of like small things I really appreciate. Like when okay. when Link whistles the horse, he actually moves his hand in rhythm to the whistle to get the horse. Like that? Just like that, that you can't see because you're not watching this FaceTime feed of Chad's beautiful face. Why not? Everyone is invited to this FaceTime feed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we'll do a live recording of us talking. No, we sharing. won't. Who do you think we Maybe. are? Barack Obama? No, we're, we're both He's the only one cool people, enough Chad. to do live FaceTimes. <laughs> Nice. So you played Breath of the Wild and Metro. I uh, only played Metro. Played Metro 2033. And again, that is our barf backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends. You guys still have 
two and a half no two weeks we're talking about this in two weeks yeah you have two weeks to catch up play metro 2033 with us and then let us know your thoughts and we'll discuss it in two weeks uh, that cool is how Sweet. you transition <laughs> to our quest log let's stop beating around the bush and start beating off these quests holden who are we jerking off first <laughs> <laughs> let's start with our kind of quick stories or fetch quests of the week uh there's a, a ton of stuff to talk about oh um man. i want to start with one that's smaller but exciting to me hold is that the game war hold, Groove, please. which is an hold, independent please. hold please what? what's the difference hold. between a metric ton and an actual ton i have no idea in my head at first guess actual ton two thousand pounds metric ton one thousand kilograms 24 which is actually 2200 pounds you talk about whatever you're talking about i'm gonna google that and that'll be my (laughs) contribution to fetch quests (laughs) so wargroove got an uh kind of a release window for the second half of this year i was right it's you were right very cool it is a like fire emblem like game that looks like advance wars did on the game boy advance it's not made by um, the same team that does Fire Emblem, but it kind of has the same feel to it. Really excited about it. It's supposed to come out summer of last year, but they guess they postponed it. Super pumped about it. It's going to be great. Groovy. Get it? So that's that's kind of something I'm excited about coming up. Uh, um, Here we go. Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2 that was announced a while ago, coming July 24th. I actually enjoy these games more than I do the regular ones. Man, that was a lot of noises at once. It was. What is the difference between Mega Man and Mega Man X? I've not played any Mega Man games. Before. Mega Man X is more of a run and gun than like a platformer. It also has zero. Oh, okay. He looks different. Um, that's about it. That's all I know. Sounds really. exciting. It's a little Sounds bit more like accessible. It's a little easier. I know those, the Mega Man games in general are pretty hard. Yeah. Are pretty difficult. Uh, but mostly Zero is just a badass, cool character with a beam sword and long hair. So. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Oh yeah. Let's start with some game announcements. There's a ton of game announcements Okay, yeah, this just week. rattle off some game announcements. Go, go, go. Seriously, Firewatch was announced for Switch. Oh, man, here's the thing. Yesterday, I thought to myself, Chad, you're going to sit down and you're going to play Firewatch today. I had the day off work. I was like, great, this is a four-hour game. I'm going to knock it out all in one day. And then I had the thought, wait a minute. My best friend's coming into town next Sunday. He's going to be here for five days. And then God of War is coming out that next Friday, and I'm going to play that, and I'm not going to have any time to play Metro. So now I have to fucking play Metro when I really wanted to play Fortnite. Not Fortnite. What is this? Firewatch. Firewatch, yeah. So I was going to play Firewatch so that I could continue the trend of playing all of the games on PlayStation to preview them for you when you play them on Switch. With that, I've played Wolfenstein Firewatch 2. already. Oh, you have? Yeah. Great. We talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. Did you? I don't listen to yeah. this podcast. I'm concerned. It doesn't run very well on PlayStation 4. So apparently, having to like rebuild assets from the ground. Oh, it's up okay. To... It's it's only on Switch Pro. Switch Pro. <laughs> no, they actually it, with the Switch release, they did say that they reworked a lot of it. That it actually loads faster on the Switch than it did mm-hmm. on the rest of them, and I those changes will just, be coming to you. I them. just said that. Holden, I already told you. I just said I don't listen to this podcast even while we're recording it. <laughs> oh man. Smart game announcements we have. Uh, Yokai, Yokai Watch 4 was announced. Even though the third one has not come to the U.S. yet, they're already talking about Yokai Watch 4, um, 4 coming this year to Switch. Okay. Which kind of continues that trend that of Japan level 5 only? saying it's all... Yeah, it's Japan only. Gotcha. Uh, the trend of level 5 just saying it's all going to be Switch from here on out. Oh, that's right. Did we mention that last week? We did, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we did. Uh, Everything Dragon after Quest... Nino Kuni 2, right? 
Pretty much, yeah. Dragon Quest VR was also announced. It's going to be coming out the end of this um, month, and no game footage has been released. What? Dragon Quest VR, yeah. Keep talking about whatever you're talking about. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to look at. There's a trailer that shows people using it, but not actual footage of what Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest VR, VR oh, looks like. Oh, coming to Japan. Yeah, it's coming God to Japan only, and I don't think... It's just in Instapaper, if you want to look it up. There. Uh, um, why does Japan get everything great? They get VR Mario Kart. They do get VR Mario Kart. It's pretty badass. Mm. But it's because Dragon Quest and Yokai Watch are from Japanese developers. They're going to go there first, because that's so, what we know. So? But if you want a game that is coming to America... Do you want a game that's coming to America, Chad? I don't know. Is it good? Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Which you know, I actually was... heard a lot of good things about that, and I, I saw yeah. that today, and I'm like, mm, maybe that'll be it's the first cool. Divinity. When I say it's coming to America, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. But I've heard <laughs> it's on, it was on a lot of Game of the Year uh, it um, was. lists like last year. It's supposed to be very, very good. Yes. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. Yes. Uh, there's some more game announcements. Where Here's another, another one. one. Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery coming yes. to mobile April 25th. Now, this calm down. This is not the Pokemon Go Harry Potter game. No. This is the you go to Hogwarts, learn spells, blah, 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 Harry Potter game. Coming April 25th, uh, and six actors, including Dumbledore, McGonagall, Flitwick, mm-hmm. a bunch of people are coming back. Yeah, I'll, here, I'll name them off right here, actually. So we're going to have Professor okay. McGonagall, Professor Flitwick, Professor Dumbledore, um, Madam Irma um, Pince, uh, Madam Pomfrey, and Madam Hooch. All those actors are coming back to portray Hooch is themselves. crazy. That's from Scrubs. It's. It basically <laughs> is recreating your own personal journey to Hogwarts, taking classes, that kind of stuff. Run your mobile phone. Mobile phone. The so uh, the trailer very, for it looks super it, generic. Yeah, it does. It looks not special at all. Oh shit! Detective Pikachu demo available. Yeah. Oh shit! Available now. Tell you what. I'm gonna get that. It's just the tutorial. You keep talking. I'm gonna grab my 3ds and download that. <laughs> It is basically going to be a tutorial uh, for the game. The idea is they want to give you a quick tease and then show you a little bit of like Pikachu's personality in the game. Pikachu's personality. Hey, you want to watch hey, me smoke? <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like that, though. He does. Uh, I'll download the demo. I'll try it out. You are already downloading it, so you're very I've excited. i got my 3DS here. Very Your fancy Majora's Mask how, 3DS. I know, right? So sexy. Although the, the back gold plating is peeling off. I don't know how that happened. I have the same 3DS as you, and I play mine probably way more than you do. i got sweaty balls. What can I say? you got sweaty balls? Dane Deasy, sweaty balls. Well, while balls. you're downloading that, we'll talk about a uh, new Pokemon was revealed. Not the Switch game, just a new Pokemon for Ultra Sun and Ultra oh, Moon was announced. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What's his name? Uh, sh- sort of the Z- it's something electric. It yeah, it's an electric it's a new Pokemon. mythical Pokemon along the same vein of like Mew and Celebi and things like that. Yes. Um, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Zerora. Great. And it's the Thunderclap Pokemon. Thunderclap. What's interesting, he does not actually have any organs that generate electricity, but he uses the nodes on his hands and his feet to gather electricity from the area around well, aren't him. Aren't you the expert on this? Just saying. Just you saying. Just know I know my shit. <laughs> I I'm can't a have, Pokemon how biologist. How disappointed when they hear the news? New Pokemon's being because this is how they announce Pokemon games. Is they announce one new Pokemon that's going to be in that game. Yeah, and people are talking about how Pokemon come out this year, and like, hey, we're going to announce a new Pokemon for the old game. It just sounds it's just super strange. Yeah, but whatever they do, them super life is strange. Speaking of that, Pokemon may be coming out at the end of this year. Uh, the GameStop CEO said that Switch will have a very, very strong, and he said that very, very strong. Two varies. 2018, thanks to unannounced titles. So games that aren't Smash, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very curious that's going to be. People are speculating. There's not a lot of weight behind it, but speculating that it's going to be Mario Maker 2 is coming to Switch, which I'm oh, sure will I mean, come to of, Switch. Of course. It's ripe it, for... It's going to. I guess I'm, it's only saying this because Wii U didn't have a huge following, and Mario Maker didn't make a huge statement, even though it was loved by the people who played it. Because it was on Wii U, it didn't have this huge statement. Right. So I don't know if you could really say it's going to be... I don't think it means the same thing as a new Mario Bros. game coming oh, out. Oh, absolutely not. So I, I, just, I don't think that counts as very, very strong to me. Like, I would think an Animal Crossing. Because Animal Crossing... I didn't know this till recently. Do you know how many copies Animal Crossing sold? I'm going to guess 16. New Leaf? 16? Yeah. Total copies? Yeah, total copies. You it's and a... then all 15 of your other DSs that you bought. <laughs> Serious number. What do you think you got? Uh, three million. Twelve million. What system was it on? 3DS. Okay. I was about to say, if it was on Wii U and it sold literally almost 100% Every single Wii U owner bought it. No, there was no Wii U Animal Crossing game. But I think Animal Crossing could pull that kind of number in. I don't know if Super Mario Maker 2 could. I don't think people want to create levels. I don't know. But that's just me. I didn't get it for that reason, so... You're a what else we got, Chad? We've also got uh, God of War Embargo is lifting this Thursday at midnight, so all the reviews will be going up. Everybody's going to be jizzing their tits off. and Which is a good sign. Which is a I, good I've sign. I've never been vocal about this, but I've been concerned about God of War. But this is a really good sign. If they're yeah. releasing the reviews a whole week before the game mm. comes out, it's because mm. Sony feels pretty damn confident yeah, in how well that game's yeah, going to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't fucking wait. Got You're that super pre-ordered. Pumped. I'm going to get off work on the 20th. I'm going to go home and I'm going to play, play, play. And then Saturday's going to come the next day and I'm going to play, play, play. And then I have the following Tuesday off and I'm going to fucking play and I'll talk about all of it on Tuesday. Not next Tuesday, the I'm gonna Tuesday have after. It, I'm going to have it beat by the time we do barf. I'm going to beat it for barf. I'm going to play this instead of Metro for barf. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna, I have to have Metro finished before that. You'll do it just fine. It's not a very I long know. game. All right, yeah, so that's a thing that's happening. Also, Resident Evil 7 sells over 5 million copies. That makes it very successful. I think their goal, they wanted it to sell, for some reason in my head, I have 7.5 million stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. That's how many I thought they wanted Seven, to sell. 7.5 million is how many Monster Hunter sold in its first few months. Oh, the Monsters. Yes, the Monsters. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Herman Melville, Munster, man. <laughs> Moby Dick. Uh, is this what it's like when people are drunk? Is this what drunk is like? Uh, you're just always wild and crazy on this show, so Chad. Not as wild and crazy as the amount of money Fortnite made in its first 20 days. Whoa, tell me about it. It made $15 million. It is already Ooh. doing better than Candy Crushes in the App Store. $15 million for a game that was until... Two days before that came out, invite only. Yeah. So once million dollars the on day mobile. on April second, when it became public and opened to everyone, didn't need Pubic. invitation. It made one point eight million dollars in that day. Ugh, that's craziness. I almost popped that open today, and then I said, "No, you have to create the graphics for this week's episode." <laughs> so I did that instead. I played PUBG. I've not played Fortnite yet on on mobile. But I'm going to try it. Fortnite is, is eating up the conversation. And PUBG is just be like, oh, we're still here, I promise. Yeah, it's kind of sad because we'll, we'll get to it. We'll have, we have a story about PUBG. Okay, in good. The main, the, uh, 
Being Ubisoft is opening a new studio in Winnipeg. Where's Winnipeg? I was raised it's in America, in Canada. and I don't have good uh, geography skills. <laughs> it's. I had to look it up. Don't worry. It's in Canada. Okay, good. I remember one As time Americans I took a, especially, we don't give a shit about Canada. So I, I took a uh, a trip to Germany once, and I was in a small town called Wangen. I was having a conversation Wangen? with uh, a, a guy there, and he was telling me all about his town. We took a little walk, and he was telling me, oh, yeah, my kids go to this school, blah, blah, blah. This is our town. This is where we go about bees. Our town was founded here. These are the roads. This is how many people are in it. I was like, damn, you guys know a lot about your city. And he's like, yeah, tell me about your city. And I was like, he's like, how many people are in it? I was like... Anywhere between 3,000 and 2 million? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, actually higher than that. No, Chicago, I was three and a half at the time I wasn't living in Chicago. Oh, okay. It was like, I, I have no idea. It, that's a yeah. very wide range. Like, there's uh, a Starbucks around the corner from me, and people get coffee there. People bank there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I felt like, well, we are very uneducated about geography and knowledge of our country and cities. It's okay, Chad. I'm not. I'm, but you know what? You can okay. get a 10% discount on Spotify through PlayStation Plus. <laughs> That's like a Geico ad right there. It's okay, though. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Is That's that a, a cool thing? Little benefit. How does that happen? You have to, Do you subscribe through the PlayStation Store? Yeah, you have to download Spotify on your PlayStation 4. You cannot get it on a Vita. You cannot get it on PlayStation oh, 3. Oh, uh, Which is fine because I think most people at this point have a PlayStation 4 over those consoles. Um,. And you have to get Spotify through that. Sign up for it through that app on PlayStation 4. Okay. Okay. But if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. Instead, if you want to listen to the next story we have here, it's a cool one. Okay. That's a division. I'm listening. The division developer, Massive, is apparently working on a Battle Royale game. Surprise. Because we need another one. Yeah. We need one more. That's At least one thing. more. I guarantee. Okay. I'm going to save this. You're gonna save, save this, this for next week's episode. We're doing it. We're doing like a crazy E3 predictions episode before we get to legit E3 predictions in May. Yeah, and I'm gonna save this for that. I'm gonna write it down right now. All right. Everything battle royale. Everything. Yeah, I, I'm not. We actually have a, in our again the quest log coming up another big uh, battle royale game that got announced this week. It's just it's all over the place. Let's just wrap up these last two fetch quests, and then we'll get into the main stories for the week. One is that Disgaea Refine is coming to the Switch in July, again in Japan. Because all these games are coming to Japan. I'm like nobody even games in Japan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because we are we don't have any games here. That's why we're all buying Far Cry Five. That's why Far Cry Five is the fastest selling in its franchise good thus far. Transition, not as Boom. good as my oh, 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 from earlier, but good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and jump to some game potatoes before we get into the main oh, stories here. Spud me, Holden. Spud me. So I love this story. Bethesda's up for more Switch games. Peter Hines, the marketing VP of Bethesda Studios, was asked about whether or not they'd be interested in porting more games to Switch ever. And the quotes are so... Like, I can't believe this is a story because the quotes are so... I just have nothing to tell you right now. (laughs) Like, that's all the quotes. This is one of them right here. They ask if they're going to do any more ports. And he says, it'll depend on whether or not we think a game is a good fit for the platform technically and whether we think it's something that audiences want on Switch. So basically, I'm not telling you anything. But if it's good, sure. And then he goes on to say, and this is where I think it's funny this is even a story. It's literally no different than any other platform that we look at. (laughs) (laughs) So like, why does it have anything to do with Switch? Um yeah, then asked, are you going to make anything along the lines of Mario Rabbids, which is like a game for a Switch particular, in particular? I don't know. We'll have to see. Oh, my gosh. 
It's a really big waste of a story. Slow news day. The there. whole the whole point is what's well, not a slow news day. There's not so for many us, news but maybe the day that was published, maybe it was a slow news day. Maybe, but I think it's funny because the whole gist of the article is, yeah, if you think it's a good idea, we'll put something on Switch. <laughs> really? You're going to put more games out on Switch? No. That's not what he said. The second game potato of the week is a Jay and Silent Bob video series in VR, which is going to be written, directed, and produced by Kevin Smith himself. Great. I like my least favorite characters that Kevin Smith has ever made. Also, I just don't want a VR movie with those characters at all. You're through the respective of Silent Bob, and I guess you're just going to stand in front of a convenience store and sell people weed. Like, is that also, the whole... VR movies aren't good. No, they're no. not. And I like Kevin Smith as a writer, but he's not a great filmmaker. So it's just like none of that sounds very appealing. And then the last to segue into our main stories is that there's going to be no microtransactions in Spider-Man when it comes out this year. We'll get to that in a second. I'm just tired of hearing that games don't have microtransactions as a marketing ploy. It's yeah. just stupid. I actually am excited for that, though, because this is a game that they could have chosen to take the path of, oh, you want this cool costume from the 70s? Yeah, that cost $1.99. Oh, you want the symbiote suit? Oh, yeah, that also cost $1.99. Like, they could have nickel you. But PlayStation has said they don't like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. The, they're, they're above that. Insomniac doesn't have a track record for doing that kind of thing. And the only reason this is being talked about, to be fair, they were asked directly during the Game Informer reveal, are you planning to do microtransactions? They said, hell no. Um, the quote, hell no. But it's uh. just, why is this a point that every single game that doesn't have microtransactions, it gets this huge, it's like saying. Because unfortunately, it's not the norm nowadays. But is it really, though? Like, I don't think that most games have microtransactions. Do you think most games have microtransactions? Most AAA games. Yeah, I think they do. I would wonder. Maybe I not first-party Sony ones, but... I haven't done research to look at kind of games and which ones have microtransactions, which ones don't. It's I certainly know mobile, in the It's the norm. Mobile, it's the norm, absolutely. Whether yes, it's the it's norm the or whether everyone thinks it's the norm might be two different things. And that's what I want to find out because I really don't think that's the case, but I wouldn't mind looking into it to see. But let's get on to the bigger thing, and that's the Spider-Man was announced. <laughs> the release date was announced. Chad, take us through that because you're very excited. Oh, man. Spider-Man coming December – not December. September 7th. I hope it's December. Oh, I already got that shit pre-ordered. I got that digital or they got that digital deluxe edition, so that Spider Man pin will be coming to me in the next one to ten weeks, apparently. <laughs> That's such a huge range. I know, right? <laughs> one to ten weeks. Oh man. And it is uh what else was there about it? I forgot. I just got so it, excited about the release date. You're fine. There are tons of outfits that are showing off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you're gonna have yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, at the beginning of the game, you're going to have your kind of traditional standard Spider-Man suit because you're not. It's not an origin story. He is already Spider-Man. He's a, he's a man. He's not even in high school anymore. Uh, Peter Parker, that is. Uh, but you can get tons of different outfits. And Game Informer said they saw twelve on like a menu screen, and they said they were trying to we were trying to count them. But then the the uh, the the developer showing off the game just said, "Don't bother counting them. This isn't even close to the amount that we have in the game." Yeah. So it's probably a ton of different outfits. And what's cool about the outfits is. Let's say that you like the punk outfit, which has this um, guitar ability where you can send a shockwave out, but you don't like the, you like that ability, but you don't like that suit. You like the standard Spider-Man suit. You can swap the abilities, yeah. so you can say, "I want this suit with these abilities." They want you to kind of find your own Spider-Man, which is kind of cool. I kind of like. Have you ever seen the Spider-Man Noir? They are going to do that one. Yeah, that's going to be in there. Yeah. Gonna be in there. I like that look. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't mm. seen that mm. look before, but mm. I can imagine mm. what it looks like. It sounds pretty awesome. Mm. You know what else got announced? What else got announced? Spyro the Drew Gown. Remastered trilogy. Reignited trilogy, excuse me. It's a better name than Treasure Trilogy. That was the rumored title. Treasure Was that really the thing? That was the rumored title, yeah. Um, yeah, and it got announced after being leaked and teased for so long. It just, like, shut up and released it already. I think every week for the past month on this show, we've been talking about Spyro. Yep. But it's good marketing because we've been talking about it. That's right, that's right, that's right. So it is officially announced coming in—this is also September, right? September 21st, I believe. September, uh, coming on PS4, Xbox One, PC, question mark? That's all that it was announced for. And then, but there's one more. And then Nintendo— on their UK site, for a good chunk of that day, had a listing for it coming to Nintendo Switch. And it had, on oh, Nintendo Switch, play this. And all, like, it was technically Spyro the Dragon Remastered, I think was the name of it, on the yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I see. It's Spyro the Dragon Remastered. But they do say on the page, and actually we saved the page so we're able to see it. It says all three games, play them in glorious HD. And the fact that it came on Nintendo's website means this is official. If it was like yeah. Amazon France or something like that, it'd be like they probably got wrong information. But Nintendo's not going to post that if they don't know for sure. Yeah, I find I that really gonna... really weird that they announced that Nintendo that Nintendo announced Crash coming multi platform at their direct, but then they didn't even get a mention of this in the reveal. I I think I think it's a good point to bring up. I think one of two things could have happened. One is they were going to announce it. At that event, just like they announced Dark Souls first and then it came to everyone else. Yeah. But then Spyro or Activision kind of decided maybe Nintendo's at the right place to announce Spyro since it was really a PlayStation franchise primarily. But Nintendo still wanted to have the announcement themselves. But then, so I'm like, sure why... at E3 we'll see it. Because Nintendo's, is, they're control freaks and they just, they're just. So they don't right even there. let Activision say, oh, by the way, it's also coming to Switch? I guess not. That's stupid. It is stupid. It's really stupid. But Nintendo does stupid things like that. I love them, but they're really stupid. It's like that. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's oh, speak to other people yeah. that are stupid here. Let's talk about Boss Key, who made Lawbreakers, that hit game everyone played. Why are they stupid? They're not stupid. I just wanted to say <laughs> That was really rude no, of you. <laughs> no, Cliff Blazinski is a very talented developer. I mean, he made Gears of War. That's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, no, so they huge. basically acknowledged in uh, an open letter that, hey, you know, Lawbreakers was not what we wanted it to be, or didn't play out the way we wanted it to be. And they didn't say they're moving on. They just said, hey, we, we're going to fix this, but we don't have the resources to do that. So we're going to release this new game in the meantime to kind of help with that. And they didn't say what the game was. And then literally days later, they announced what the game was. And it's another Battle Royale game called Radical Heights. Did you see this at all? I didn't see the game, but I heard about it. So basically, it's like an 80s-themed, like, takes place in Hol- like a, this, like, weird version of Hollywood that's inside of a dome. And I guess, like, the, the big draw is that you are getting cash, putting in ATMs to, like, store your money. And then if you kill guys before they get to their ATM, then you take their money and the kind of their equipment and stuff. But it is a Battle Royale game. It is a Battle Royale game, yeah. And it's actually already been launched as well. It is already yeah, out. it's like, hey, by the way, it's, it's, it's out today. It's early access, though. And people are kind of saying, it, I looked at Steam to see what people were saying. It was mostly negative. But I think it's just because there's a really high bar when someone like Klis Blazinski releases a game. And because it's early access, it's obviously not completed. And they said that within the year, they want to take it out of 
early access. So I'm assuming at around this time next year we'll see that in early access. Um, but hey, good for them for you know getting something else out there because Lawbreakers yeah. didn't hit the way they wanted it to. Um, they are trying to avoid right now a pay to win model, which is that they had to take. Um, they gave you cash for like a founders pack yeah. that you could get, which is like a starter pack basically. But the cash gives you an advantage in the game, so they kind of rolled the, the wheels back on that one a little bit. So they stopped doing that. They want to be very careful about how they handle this because a lot rides on this for them. So I really appreciate I the transparency the there. I They'd really like, do hey, too. Listen, yeah. we got this game. Didn't do like we wanted. We want to fix it, but like we got to make money somehow for us to do that. So here's yeah, this so- game we made. For it's me to like, roll the wheels back a little bit. They're not stupid. They're very smart and honest people. They are, right? Yeah. It's kind of like they're like, I can't pay for college, so I'm going to do sex work on the side <laughs> to pay my way through college. Like, Don't I tell do my life story, Chad. I really don't appreciate it. I'm embarrassed. I'm yeah. embarrassed right now. Well, stop being so bare-assed to get yourself through college. Get it? Barest, bare-assed? Because <laughs> sex stuff usually happens naked. Usually. Can we talk about the biggest news story of the week? I mean, Holden, this is huge Holden, news. Holden. Will you tell me about the biggest news story of the week? I'm so excited to tell you about the amazing groundbreaking announcements at Inside Xbox today. Oh, yes. That's, this is the one that they've been teasing. There was going to be a huge backwards compatibility update. Huge backwards compatibility update. Tell um, me about they're, it. They're going to have 20 Xbox games, OG Xbox games. 19. And 19. Oh, 20. Ooh, even better, 19. 19, yes. <laughs> Including such classics as Blinks, Time Star Cap. Wars. Battlefront 1 and 2, with no microtransactions. Great, great. <laughs> and the Knights of the Old Republic 2, which I think it's funny they do that one, because aren't people bigger fans of the first one and the second I one? I think was KOTOR actually already is backwards compatible. This is KOTOR 2. I know, but I think the first one is already backwards compatible. Oh, is it? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That would make sense then. Um, but there's also like Panzer Dragoon Orta. I'm going to play up the full list right now. Um, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind is going to be there. Jade Empire. I've actually always wanted to play Jade Empire. Well, now you just got to get Bioware. an Xbox and then buy Jade Empire backwards compatibility and then you can it's play it. It's not worth it. They're gonna have a, there are a lot of Star Wars games. Star Wars Jedi Knight, uh, Jedi Academy. Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. Star Wars Republic Commando. There's a lot of Star Wars games. Star that, Wars, man. Star Wars. They also announced that there's going to be some 360 games that are going to be up for Xbox One X. Including Darksiders, Gears of War 2, Portal 2, Red Dead Redemption, Sonic Generations, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Ooh. So I mean, these are not bad games to to bring, but I wouldn't call it a groundbreaking announcement. Yeah, this is not this is not a huge backwards compatibility. Like I would like maybe they said, oh by the way, we're bringing over Nintendo's Virtual Console to Xbox One. <laughs> that would have been maybe massive. then. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything off the top so, of my head. Here's the thing, is that I think Inside Xbox, conceptually, is a great idea. I think it's totally from Nintendo's playbook. The Nintendo Directs have worked very well for Nintendo. Complete control over your messaging. Release them whenever you want to. Unfortunately, they decided to do this at a time where they have nothing to say. Yep. So whenever, when I hear Inside Xbox now, I'm going to go, oh, groan. Yeah. I'm running into that. But when I hear Nintendo Direct, and a lot of this because I'm a Nintendo fanboy, I get super excited. But I know they have a a precedent of having pretty good announcements at directs like they do directs and they have something to say and xbox is like every month we're going to do this regardless of if we have something to say or not guess what we're launching with nothing we have nothing yep and it's just it's a huge letdown especially when they need good messaging right now they do they do we'll see if that happens at e3 they have to they have to oh 
Holden, did you know that God of War is getting some customization tools where you can customize the difficulty and the user interface? Yeah. So you can, like, stuff's... if you want a more cinematic experience, you can turn off some of the pieces of the UI. Mm-hmm. And it's not an all-off, all-on. You can really decide what you want to show up and what's actually helpful to you. Which I think is pretty nice, especially for a game that, from what I've seen of it, is really cinematic-looking. And I, I honestly prefer a HUD-less game whenever possible. I play Breath of the Wild that way. I think one of the biggest draws of Dead Space is the fact that they just blend the HUD into the game itself. Like, yeah. I think it, just, it works so much better to immerse you. Nothing makes me feel like I'm playing a game than mini-maps and health bars is fine. But just like seeing, like, here's the temperature outside and here's how much noise you're making. And it's like, I, no, take all of that out. I so know that like crouch, Legend of I'm Zelda, Breath of the Wild. No, I just told you I played that without that stuff on. You can turn it off. Hold on, I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't listened to this whole podcast, Chad. Oh. <laughs> uh, the difficulty is pretty funny. Um, do you want to read off the difficulty settings? Do you have them? No, I don't have it pulled up. I'm just looking okay. at the notes. I got it. So um, they have the easiest mode is called Give Me a Story. Then they have Give Me a Balanced Experience. Give Me a Challenge. And then the toughest one is Give Me God of War. And in that mode, you can't change the, uh, the difficulty after you set it. Mm, so if you're at a boss, it's been super difficult. Uh, you're fucked. you yes. got to go back to the very beginning and start again on whatever you want us to play as. Do you know that I have the Platinum Trophy in every God of War game? Aside from Ascension. Oh, but that always includes, gorgeous, <laughs> it always includes beating <laughs> on the hardest difficulty. And it's always like, oh, this is so fucking frustrating, but I love it. Are you going to start on hardest difficulty or are no, you going to play no, it multiple no, no, times? No, 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 okay. no. I always play games regular first just to like, I'm going to get a feel for the game and the story and appreciate yeah. the game. And then I go back and grind mm-hmm. and do whatever the fuck I want. It's going to be pretty cool. Oh, okay. So this one here, I didn't realize this. The Vive Pro. Are you listening to me? Are you listening you, to me? You broke up for a second. Uh, what are you saying? One more time? The Vive Pro. Yes. I didn't realize how much this actually cost because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago whenever we were talking about pre-orders and pricing. Yes. But the Vive Pro doesn't actually come with the controllers and the base station and things like that that the original did. So you're paying 800 bucks for just the headset. So they're assuming that, like, a bunch of people... So everyone was complaining. They're like, oh, my God, i got to pay an extra, like, 550 bucks for everything else that I need in order to use this if you didn't have the original Vive. So uh, Valve responded, HTC responded and said, hey, so we've got another kit that rather than paying 550 bucks for it, we're now only having you pay 300 bucks. So the total cost comes to 1,100 bucks. I was like, God damn, that is so expensive for a VR headset. Yeah. And it doesn't – it sounds better, but it doesn't sound that much better. No. You still have to buy the wireless adapter separately, and I guess it's like it feels like they're marketing this towards – that is just the traditional regular Vive Pro, yeah. $800. For people who already have a Vive Pro and bought one last year – Regular like, I just, Vive, not Vive Pro. Oh, yes, right. It's meant to say just regular Vive. Like – no, I kind of feel like Vive Pro is for someone who didn't like the current VR experience. It wasn't high resolution enough for them. Now they want to jump into it. Yeah. I just don't yeah. see there's a huge market of people who have already bought Vive and are ready to buy a Vive Pro and are ready for the next thing. This isn't the next thing. It's very strange. And $1,100 is ridiculous for that a VR headset. That is so much. In addition to the PC, you need to run it. Well, the PCs to run it generally started around $1,000. Right. So this is more than 
the PC. Yep. It just doesn't make any sense. Yep. Not worth it. You are getting a little bit more. You're getting an extended one-year subscription offer for the Vive port, which is where you... It's like a game service for Vive itself, as well as $100 of Vive port credit. Great. So you get that, too. Okay. Now, do you know how much money to burn? I hope that was worth the $2,100 I just spent on this VR rig. Well, there's not many people who can afford a Vive Pro starter bundle, but do you know who can afford it? Who? Apparently Rockstar, because they made a killing on Grand Theft Auto oh! V. Another great transition from Holden to Boom. Poo It doesn't match your first one, though. You can't beat that. Nothing matches. <laughs> <laughs> so this story really blew me away. Uh, okay. GTA V has earned $6 billion since it came out in 2013. It's yeah. the most profitable piece of entertainment ever. More than any movie, any book, any CD, anything. Titanic, fuck it. Avatar, fuck it. Nope. No, Both seriously. of those together, fuck them. Here's how well it did. It did, and I put this in a note on here because this was insane. It's GTA 5 alone sold as many copies as GTA 4, GTA San Andreas, GTA Vice City, and GTA 3 combined. It sold the same amount as the last four GTA games. But GTA 2 sold like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's just really impressive. Granted, GTA V did come out on Xbox 360 and PS3, and then a year later it came out on PS4 and Xbox One. And then like so two kinda years was later released on twice. PC, or maybe a year later on PC. Yeah. So it had a few kind of staggered releases, but either way, I mean, it sold 90 million units. It's insane. That's crazy. And I, the analyst who looked at this literally compared it to Mario and said, okay, well, Mario as a franchise has still sold more, but no individual Mario game has ever come close to selling that many games. I, yep. No game has ever come close to selling that many units. It's really impressive. So good on them. Great. Holden, these last four uh, quests in our quest log I know nothing about, so I'm going to let you talk for a while. Yeah, sure. Um, I like talking. That's no problem. <laughs> Can you transition for each one for me, though? Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. So <laughs> we have IOI, who are IO Interactive, who makes Hitman. They're celebrating 20 years this year. And just some points that were interesting that they were notable and they were kind of press released for this. They have 12 million Hitman players. That's not in total for the franchise. That's for the current game. Nice. That's really, really good. They also just last week hit their most players online. And I think it's probably because the Sapienza update that came out for free. Or the Summer Pack that came out for free. Spring Pack, blah, that came out for free. Um, and they also announced the Hitman Definitive Edition. It's going to come out May 15th and kind of include all the DLC and all that stuff. They just partnered with a new publisher, which is why they're doing the definitive edition, right? Um, look up that look that up for because me. they're not with Square Enix anymore. Obviously, no, they're not. WB. I they're independent now. WB is now the new publisher as of seven days ago. Oh, interesting. Good for them. Um, you know what I that means that we could have so Batman much. in Hitman. Oh, that would be sick. I actually already get like a Batman without a costume vibe from it because you're yeah just having to blend in. And yeah, take guys out quickly. And Bat boner. It's great, and you do better in the game if you don't kill people. Just like Batman, he doesn't oh, have to kill shit. people. It's, it's, so basically, Agent 47 is Batman secretly Bruce Wayne. killing Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> um, other stories that are interesting this week. We oh, have... La, la, la. <laughs> Square explains uh, the Dragon Quest Eleven delay for Switch yeah, and 3DS. Yeah, tell me about that. What the fuck's up with this? This is really interesting, actually. So they announced... They actually... Dragon Quest Eleven was the first game announced for Switch. 
at the time it was called NX, and they did this in, in 2015. They announced Dragon Quest, um, Quest 11, and they showed the PS4 logo, and they just said it just said Nintendo NX. Yeah, it did. On the and they did this because they liked the concept behind the game, and they knew they were making an Unreal Engine, and they knew that Unreal Engine was coming to Switch, but they hadn't actually made the development tools for Unreal on Switch yet. So they weren't able to work on the game at all by that time they announced it. Gotcha. And they had to wait for development tools to catch up, which delayed production quite a bit. Gotcha. All right. Really, that's just really crazy to me. Like they That's would why 11's coming west this year, and then Switch is like, well, we don't know. No, basically, they've even said so much as, where's the quote? Um, we felt, yeah, we felt like the best approach was to present the PlayStation 4 and Steam version of the game as the main one. Basically saying... We don't know how the Switch version is going to turn out, so we just like the concept. We want something on Switch. That's kind of the vibe I got. Cool from that. Um, I usually like to say I'm going to buy games on Switch over any other console if I have the option. That statement has me concerned that the Switch <laughs> version is not going to be as good. But the also they are not bringing 3DS to the West because this is a strange reason. We started talking about Dragon Quest XI in the West. We really wanted to give the series a fresh start with Western audiences. I don't know why that doesn't mean it can't be on 3DS, but that's the reason. Because 3DS is ugly. Yeah. I, maybe they just didn't want to put the effort into localizing that version of the game, even though it should be the same. I guess you have still have to recode it and all that. But maybe that they just wouldn't want to do the localization. Either way, I'm in support of no more games coming to 3DS. Yes. They yes. move away yes. 3DS, yes. so I don't have a problem yes. with that. Yes. Yes. Two more stories oh. we got. PUBG is suing a Chinese developer, uh, NetEase, Woo! for copyright infringement. Sue him, man. Um, this kind of goes in the whole... I feel like PUBG is in a shitty spot where they kind of invented this genre of game, and then Fortnite just stole the thunder. <laughs> yeah. And it's doing a lot better. And they're kind of going after this Chinese developer now because they feel like they copied them. And to be fair, I've seen the screenshot, and PUBG's a really good case. <laughs> well, they're, I mean, in China, there's not... There's, there are, like, no copyright laws in China, right? Or something like that? Yeah, they, it's it's an issue in China, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the exact law is, but it's definitely an issue. The games start off the same, where you start in a plane, and every char- all 100 characters parachute from the plane down onto the island... It's the exact same premise. There are side-by-side screenshots on IGN if you guys want to uh, view this article. So you parachute down. You find these little loot crates to get your items. The loot crates look almost identical. The difference, however, it's a red crate with a blue top in PUBG. And in the version in China, which is called, what was it again? Rules of Survival. It's a red crate with a green top on it. Uh, See, that's a completely different game. It's a completely different game. That's a Christmas game. Um, apparently they also use the term winner, winner, chicken dinner in <laughs> its rules of survival as Although, well. Although, you know, like PUBG It's not a PUBG thing, phrase, but it's, but... Yeah, if I you're going to make a battle royale game and you use that phrase, PUBG did that already. Yeah. So they're kind of pissed. They're suing. I'm not sure what the results of it going to be because it's a Chinese based company, but I thought that was notable. I, when I first saw the headline, my thought was, are they suing every company that's not Fortnite because they at least want to limit the competition? But it doesn't seem to be the case. I think they have a legitimate case here. Yeah, it's just it's a, very much a carbon copy of of PUBG. Altered carbon on Netflix, not a good show. Unpopular opinion. I think it's a popular opinion. I don't think people liked that show. Is it? Yeah. Everything I've heard, people are like, "Oh my god, this show is weird and great." And, uh, I watched an episode and was like, "It looks cool." 
bad writing, bad acting. Don't care about it. Yeah, I oh. haven't seen it yet either. One more story this week. And it's at iSpot.tv. They were working with uh, GamesBeat, and they released uh, some ad impression information for uh, basically for TV spots and things like that on all the gaming companies. And PlayStation, I'm trying to find the article right now, PlayStation and Nintendo were number one and number two. Xbox didn't even make the top five. The other three were companies I hadn't even heard of. But I, when I saw their games, I knew their games. So. Huh. Number one was PlayStation. They had, excuse me, a third of the impressions overall with 620 million impressions through advertising. Nintendo had 499. And at third, we had King. King makes Candy Crush. And they had 452. Let me know if you know these other two games. Inno Games and You Cool. I mean, I am cool, but what's the other game studio? <laughs> uh, you, you Cool. Letter U, Cool. Uh, it was the other one. And, and it's a huge drop-off. So King had 452 million impressions. Inno Games had 132 impressions. And Cool had 58 million impressions. So a massive drop-off on the 4 and 5, which means that Xbox is below this, which means they're nowhere near close to where Nintendo and PlayStation are. And I think this really has to do less with people not caring about Xbox and more that Xbox is not advertising on TV as much as PlayStation and, and Nintendo is. And again, they need to get out there and talk about stuff because they're not selling their well, consoles. I mean, they, they, don't have anything, they don't have anything to advertise right now. Why aren't they advertising KOTOR 2 coming to <laughs> Blink's the time, cat. <laughs> I, I just imagine that they're holding back until they can announce the new console and they're going to have this huge marketing blitz. Yeah, but I still think they need to be shit. in the zeitgeist in some way. Like To not be in the top five is crazy to me. I mean, when I mean, think of three gaming companies, I think of Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. I think you mean... They're going to have a marketing blinks on the time gap. Oh! Crazy. Ready for the main quest, Chad? Oh, my God. Yeah. What a great transition <laughs> that was. <laughs> Your transition is sloppy. <laughs> so we have a main quest that's more of us re- having a rebuttal to information more than talking about information. I like the rebuttal. Yeah. It's a rebuttal. So there's in the past week, there's been a lot of heavy rumors, uh, not heavy, but like it's been talked about, of PS5 coming out this year, and some specs were released alongside that. And we basically want to parse through the bullshit. Parse through, tell you guys, listen, these are why you're a fucking idiot if you believe that. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous rumor. So the rumor is that PlayStation 5 is coming out this year, and I had the specs listed as well. The specs are all. I don't know much about computer specs, so I kind of based I based should the specs we, on pricing. Note the source. Oh, uh, who was so the these, source again? These come from a, uh, uh, a an insider source. Yes, that was leaked to a a blog. What oh, shit? It starts with an S. It's a it's a pay it's a subscription based blog that you read. Yes. Tech blog. Oh, um, um. Sh- Semi-accurate. Semi-accurate. Yeah. A Trustworthy based, source, it sounds like. Yeah. A subscription-based blog costs $1,000 a year to have access to this. Mm-hmm. But the same source – go ahead and, and, and list it. The same source uh, mentions these tech specs as well as the release date rumor on it. Yeah. And to be fair, this, the insider that, that Semi-accurate was using – 
has predicted things correctly in the past down to the PS4 and Xbox One specs and also uh, the the fact that Nintendo Switch is going to run, run off of Tegra. Like They've leaked that information so they don't have a terrible track record, but that track record means nothing against these ridiculous rumors. Like They're right. absolutely ridiculous. So to start with... Going through the specs here, it's going to have an AMD Zen 8-core processor. I'll talk about pricing and all this in a second. It's going to have a GPU capable of 14 teraflops, which I think the Xbox One is 6 teraflops. Or six, uh, One X is 6 teraflops, I believe. So huge step up there. That's the AMD Navi graphics, which is their next step on the current line, which is called Vega. What's They're interesting have... to note, I just want to note this. We'll talk about it later. The, the Navi, AMD Navi graphics is slated to release later this year in 2018, yeah, in, like fall in August, 2018. Yeah. Uh, memory is 32 gigabytes at GD, GDDR6. They're on R5 right now. Did you even know R6 is out? Because I went to look no. up R6 RAM. It's not even out. So again, this is something that's in the future. It's going to have storage of, and this is one of the more ridiculous ones to me, storage of one terabyte. That's an SSD. Mm, nope. And that's just, all those components cost so much. So I looked up the component cost of all these. If you were to buy it from Newegg or something like that. Now, granted, PlayStation or Sony's going to have a good deal on these components. Right. They, they make deal them. with manufacturers for mass production. They get discounts yeah. and things like that. But but the discrepancy is not going to be as great as what I'll explain to you right here. So on the low end, that AMD 8-core Zen processor, if you were to buy a low-end version of that, it's $275. The high end is $450. You're already in the price range of what the console should be right there. And that's just the processor. It's just the processor. So then you go to the GPU. The GPU, uh, is the Navi's not out yet, so you can't compare it to Navi. But the Vega line, which is the current line, is $650, which is already mm. more expensive. Like, they're not going to release a $600 system because you know how well that worked for them last time. This is not going right. to happen. The Plus, memory... all of those GPUs are more expensive because of Bitcoin now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Although that actually – I'll talk about that in a second. That actually won't be a factor for PlayStation. I'll explain explain that in a second. But um, the memory is 32 gigabytes. Again, GDDR6 is not out yet, but I was able to find pricing for DDR4, and that starts at $350 on average. Mm. Then you're going to have the storage, which I thought this would be more expensive than it turned out to be, but it's still too expensive for a PlayStation. The one terabyte SSD is going to be $200 to $250 on the low end. So in total, you're looking at, to make that PC, if it were a PC, would be anywhere from $1,475 to $1,700. And that doesn't include the enclosure. It doesn't include the controller. It doesn't include anything else. Just those four components. There's just no way. It's absurd. Yeah. And especially if it's coming out this year. It just can't handle it. Two years from now, maybe the price of that stuff goes down, but not by $1,000. It just doesn't More make any sense. More than 1000 bucks, it would need to come down by. And you brought up a good point, which is the the, the fact that the, the graphics cards cost a lot of money. One thing to note about that is that when Nintendo or Xbox or uh, PlayStation, they're going to go get graphics cards. Yep. They actually work with AMD or whatever you know, manufacturer they go to to f- make a spec specifically for them. They do like a special order, essentially. So that's not eating up into like desktop PC process, um, graphics cards at all. Right. That's a separate thing. Like, they make a special order. They make a special chip that's custom designed for, uh, for their product. It's kind of right. like how when Apple has their like A-series chips, they're really coming from Samsung or Texas Instruments. But they create like Apple creates the spec 
and what they want, and then Texas Instruments and Samsung make it for them. It's kind of like that. So it's, that wouldn't interfere too much, but either way, like these specs are insane. Yeah, the especially since insane. the GPU doesn't even release until when they said the console was going to release. Yeah, exactly. Which, good transition to the Jason Trier article on Kotaku. Yes. If all of this were true and it's coming out in fall, this console would need to be being manufactured right now. Yeah. Would have need to have started before now. I love this article. It's a fantastic article. You guys should check it out. I mean, Jason Schreier is asking these his his insiders uh, what they thought. They, they laughed at him. And these insiders are two insiders from developers, game developers. Yeah, yeah game developers. They laughed at, at him, like the idea of it coming out this year. I've always – and I think we've been in agreement. We were thinking 2019. Yeah. He's saying 2020 is the more accurate – number most likely i mean yeah if, if these are the components yet yeah, it's, it's got to be 2020 for the pricing on them yeah but i i think that i don't think the specs are super out of line necessarily because thing you have to consider too is that let's say that this is what sony was sending out this is what sony was giving developers in their developer kits a developer kit is always more powerful than the console that ships right they want to give you a little bit more power that way you can it's easier to develop a game, essentially. It's easier to go overboard than it is to go underboard and work up. So you go overboard and work down, essentially. So you kind of have a more powerful console to support that. So even if they said 32 gigabytes of storage, that really might mean 16 gigs it ships on the main console. How much? Do you know how much RAM the PS3 had? I want to say it was 512 megabytes. Um. Yeah. Something tells me it was it was something like that, and then they went crazy and put eight in the PS4. Yeah. Um. But yeah, five twelve sounds right. And then I think the Xbox three sixty had one gigabyte. Maybe. Let me see. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was five twelve. Um, and I think that's where I kind of look at the thirty two gigs of store of memory and say maybe because it was such a huge jump. In memory from PS3 to PS4, that 8 to 32 is actually a smaller jump, technically speaking, than 512 megabytes to 8 gigabytes of, of uh, memory. But you also argue that they don't need 32. Like, 16 could be enough, but we also don't know what they're, what they're going for. If the next console is going to be heavy 4K visuals, which I think is more or less certain. I mean, I don't know what kind of boundary they pass that's not 4K for the next console, but... 32 might be the number. That's, I, I think that might that sounds somewhat feasible if it came out in two years. Yeah. Uh, I did find it. it. Both PS3 and 360 had 512. Yeah. Um, however, the 360, the reason those ran smoother is they had that 512 that was more shared by the entire system as well as the games. So mm-hmm. that's why you had better like alias, anti-aliasing and things like that on it. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Dead um, there was something else in this Jason Shire article I wanted to talk about. Um, he did say there are PS, you know, five kits out there. Yeah, they might like people at the developer, like people at the offices of the developers might not even know because in Sony practices they usually send out very early dev kits and say keep this in a locked room and only people, mm-hmm. only a few handful of people are able to go in there. Yeah. So yeah, there. I'm sure there are a select few developers out there. I'm sure Naughty Dog has one to play around with. I'm sure Insomniac. I'm sure like, yeah. a lot of the first party studios and maybe a couple third party ones have these dev kits to kind of play around with. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Death Stranding is is going to be somehow taken advantage of this. 
Yeah, they, they to be fair, they did say that Death Stranding when we saw it was running on a PS4 Pro. Yeah, but this also could be like a dual release. Who knows? Right. Um, that's very so, possible. Yes, it, it. I'm sure they're out there, but they're nowhere near the the stage that this is the model. This is what we're going with for our system. Yeah. Here are the dev kits available for anyone who wants it. Precisely. Precisely. Um, I think to consider too is like, why would PlayStation? release a new or i keep saying playstation it's really sony I should be saying sony why would sony release a new console when playstation 4 is still selling super well it's so good right it's, it's selling great like why would they mess with that like messy things happen in a transition between generations yep ps2 to ps3 shit. xbox 360 to xbox one like messy things happen in the transitions don't fuck with that if you don't have to fuck with that it just doesn't make any sense but yep. i think this is kind of a Good time to talk about, like, okay, well, then how do you know what rumors to trust? Yeah. Why like, do bad rumors spread? How do you know what to trust? What do you think, what, Chad? Well, here's why I think they spread. I think it's because nobody fucking reads anything anymore. <laughs> what are you talking Everyone, about? We're Americans, Chad. We, we read the headlines. I mean, look, we even have a, a thing called Fetch Quest where we literally just read headlines. <laughs> nobody reads anything anymore. And if, like, if you... The videos discussing it that you sent me a link to a video discussing it and like the headlines of the articles, everything is saying, could we see a PlayStation 5 in 2018 question mark? And that's the headline. Yeah. And then you actually listen to it and you're like, oh, fuck no. Look at these specs. Look at this release timetable. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely not going to happen. But nobody actually looks at the content. But it, so it, everyone it sees these headlines and they're like, okay, oh man, that's crazy. Is that actually a thing? I don't know. They said it on this $1,000 tech blog and then that spreads like wildfire. And then next thing you know, everyone's like, well, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation 4 because PlayStation 5 is coming this year. I think it's excitement as well. Like people want to want it to come out. Like I, I would be super pumped if a PlayStation 5 came out in 2018. I want to see what it's like. I'm very excited for that. So when I hear yeah. that, I'm like, ooh, giddy. I get all excited and all that. But then it's like, okay, then you have to you have to look at it from Sony's perspective. Like, why would they do that? But people don't think that way. And I don't think it's a fault of anyone. I don't expect people to always think like, oh, Nintendo is going to announce a new Zelda game. I wonder what this means for their bottom line and like how they're currently selling other games like Metroid. And no one's thinking like that. They just think, right. I want to buy that. It's exciting. Cool. I can't wait to get it as soon as possible. It's also just easy because this information could come from anywhere. Yeah. Anyone could say anything. Part of part of parsing, like how do we how do we figure out what's legit and what's not, is find your trusted sources. Mm -hmm. Like, if if ever I know that there's something crazy and some like weird speculative thing, or like some breakout story, like I'll be like, okay, I'll wait until I see what Jason Schreier has to say about it on Kotaku, or I'll wait yeah. until I see about it from my favorite editor on IGN or something like that. Like, find your mm -hmm. trusted news sources. And if it's coming from a website called, like, PlayStation Nintendo Controller Life. Buddies, like... Nintendo Life. If they do, like, not, nothing against Nintendo Life, but if they have, like, crazy Switch rumors or something like that. And if Nintendo... they are some, like, Nintendo Life is the only person that ever got a hold of these rumors, then there's something fishy there. Not even that, but, like, Nintendo Life is specifically... And again, I'm not... I've used Nintendo Life articles for the show before. They're only doing Nintendo content. They need to get content on their site. If you're doing, like, all, you know, consoles, it's easier to say, okay, we're only going to put the the stories we know are 100% accurate because we have that wider range to work with. Whereas right. when you have, like, a narrow range, like, just Nintendo or just Sony or just Xbox, 
you kind of have to put more things out there that might kind of just be clickbaity or catchy. Right. And, and like something search, to look out for too. Search for other article. Like if you see something from a particular news source, you're like, man, that sounds crazy. Can that be real? Search yeah. for other things about it because uh, likely in this particular example, let's say Nintendo Life hears this crazy rumor about the Switch and no one else is reporting on that. Think about why that is. I'm sure Nintendo yeah. Life is not the only person that picked up on that tip, but other people might have been like, oh, well, yeah, we heard that and we got it debunked or it didn't come mm-hmm. from enough trusted sources. Like, search around. Do a little bit of research yourself. Yeah. It's worth it to not fuck with your friends' heads and hopes. It, but to use the – I would say this. To, to use the Nintendo Life as an example, like being a huge Nintendo fan – I like delving into what the rumors are saying and sure. like what you know Metroid could possibly be. Like, there's nothing wrong with the headline. Like, I actually put down let's hear but early Switch rumors were it's going to be more powerful than the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. I don't know if it's true or not, but as a Nintendo fan, it's really exciting to think about that kind of stuff. So it's not that those articles yeah. don't have their place. You just need to take it with a grain of salt and be skeptical. I think it's really about being skeptical more than anything. Yeah. But it's still fun yeah, to like, is, talk about It's definitely rumors. fun to speculate. I think that's different. Yeah. Like speculation is is like a fun like, oh my gosh, who do you think is going to be in Smash Brothers? Oh my gosh. Exactly. Like that kind of yeah. stuff is fun. But there's a difference between an article that says, here are five Smash Bros. characters we'd like to see, and we found out five Smash Bros. characters that are going to be in the 2018 release. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's looking, and I think you nailed it too, is it's looking for multiple sources. If it's true generally you see multiple sources but a caveat on that is a lot of the times what happens is you know so and so reports that playstation 5 is coming out in 2018 and then all these outlets pick it up because it's gaining traction and getting clicks and therefore bringing in advertising dollars and right. they all quote back to that same source yep look for and they generally are pretty open about it no one will say like you know we got that information independently they generally say hey we got it from semi um accurate in this case and they are all quoting semi-accurate. And it's looking for those instances as well. The other one is because I follow a lot of YouTubers and uh, Twitter accounts that are like insider and that kind of stuff. And you'll hear a lot of the times, oh, someone sent me this information anonymously. Mm. How do you know that anonymous person is legit or not? I could tweet at any of these people and say... I know that Switch 2 is in the works right now, and it's going to come out next year. Ooh. And it's going to launch the brand new Zelda game. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Switch 2 coming next year with new Zelda. <laughs> I think there's an element of too good to be true. A lot of these fake rumors tend to be too good to be true. Such as Nintendo 6 console is going to be as powerful as PS4 and Xbox One. And that was so far from the truth. But so many people want that from Nintendo. Yeah. That it's kind of like, oh, this is exactly what people want to hear. If we release this article, it'll get clicks. Yeah. Bippity boppity boo. So, uh, good good chat. Good chat. Good chat. I'd say good chat. I'm really excited to play my PlayStation 5 at the end of this year. <laughs> Me too. I I've already wait. pre-ordered it. It's I actually coming out with Spider-Man. Yep, I actually gave uh, GameStop my $5 to put down on it already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of rumors and speculation, next week we're going to be rumoring and speculating. That's a thing. Those are words. We're going to be doing that uh, about um, some crazy E3 predictions and speculation. Kind of a fun, probably not going to happen, just wild predictions for E3. So wild, like the game Wild. Will that turn up in our expectations? Who knows?
it has to. It's and I mean, the they year. revealed it two years ago, and then nothing ever has come from it. I think it was, I think it was even farther than two years was ago. Was it? Maybe it was three years ago for something? I Maybe. don't know. Yeah. But they had that naked snake lady. <laughs> All right. Any subscriber interrogatives? Nope. No. Nope. Holden, what color is my bedspread? All of our subscriber interrogatives will be bedding related. <laughs> that's my that's my I, I don't know what color your bedspread is. I can't see it. And it's Great. been so long since I've been in your room. Great. That is the wrong answer. Check in next I'm gonna, week. For I'm the gonna, right I'm gonna guess magenta. It's blue. Magenta. It's light blue on one side, navy blue on the other side. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. Oh man, remember everybody, you've got until the fifteenth of April, less mm-hmm. than a week from now, to submit for photo mode for a chance to win twenty dollars. You can't let Jerson run away with these $20. He won one of the photo modes last month. This kid's going to have all your money. <laughs> so give him some competition. Um, Metro 2033 is our barf. Backlog accomplishments of the Respawn and Friends. Two weeks from now on the 24th, I believe, will be that episode. And uh, that's it. God of War is coming out on the 20th. So everybody, blaze up on 420. <laughs> Play some God of War. But seriously, <laughs> on 420... Be completely sober for that game because you need to suck in all of its glory. And Holden, do you have anything else to say before we leave? I mean, you just ended it so well that I can't add anything I else did. to that. All right, everyone. Have a good night and stop killing birds. <laughs> <laughs>